It's a new day. Yes, it is. Wakey, wakey. Time to get up. Good morning, citizens. Up and at them. Rise and shine. This is your wake-up call, people. Come on. The coffee's on. We're going to get you guys circulating on Christian Radio. I understand young people. I know what's hip. I know what's on. I know what's lit. I know what's fleet. I'm a nerd, and uh, I'm pretty proud of it. Rise and shine, nerds. You're tuned in to episode 475, just 25 away from 500, of the Back Row Morning Show, proudly a part of the Love Thy Nerd Podcast Network. I'm Radio Matt, the station manager and a nerd culture missionary here at LTN. I'm a third generation radio dude and a lifelong nerd. And I'm Mo, the chief cohort and crazy, here to bring the facts and fire to your day, still in search of my coffee. Today on the show, five life lessons from Zack Snyder's Batman. Also on the show today... Paying to be productive. First, today is Wednesday, May the 4th, 2022, and we got some holidays to celebrate. That's right. <laughs> it's National Candied Orange Peel Day. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. I love me a candied orange peel. It's also National Orange Juice Day. Mm-mm. I love me a tall glass of orange juice. And it's also Star Wars Day. It's Star Wars Day, everybody. And uh, despite... Despite what that uh, lady who called in to rant about our show (laughs) assumed, we did not skip over. We did not skip over Star Wars Day, ladies and gentlemen. It is the relatively new holiday (laughs) to celebrate all things Star Wars. Um, uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi series not starting on May the 4th, which makes me sad. It's kind of odd. It's kind of odd. Yeah. Coming out a little later. Is, is It's close enough that it should have been. Is our friend going to call them and leave a message? I don't know. It's not right, though. It's she just not right. She might she <laughs> think about it if she hasn't already. But, I will tell you, I had a fourth grader give me a really <coughs> difficult time this past week because I wrote important dates to remember in the library down, letting them know when the last day to check out books, when all books had to be returned was, when late notices would be being sent home to their parents. But uh-huh. I did not put Star Wars Day down. And <laughs> wow. he was incredibly offended and he was right to be well i let him know i said important <laughs> dates in the library sheesh uh, so in order to celebrate that it is time for a game a game a game okay and uh where's oreo oh i'm in the wrong voice <laughs> chat <laughs> get it together i'm in a different voice chat that's my fault okay oreo's here hey oreo <laughs> hello hello there Hello, hello. Uh, uh, <clears throat> properly for Star Wars Day. Hello there, General Kenobi. <laughs> General <Jeez>. Kenobi. Uh, <laughs> One of our favorite Discord buds. So uh, Mo is our current back row champion, and I failed at my attempt to get at that title belt last week. So this week, like Mo, always. yeah, <laughs> your freaking face, Brian, <laughs> beat you. <laughs> so Mo is getting a break this week, and instead, I am being challenged by one of our back row buds from Discord, Mister Oriel Jedi himself, Brian. And uh, in honor of Star Wars Day, Mo is going to put us to the test on Star Wars trivia. Mo is going to alternate between us, asking us each question, 
Uh, if we get the answer correct right away, then we get two points. By the way, you need to keep track. I know. I was points. just looking. Did you see me looking for a pin? <laughs> Here's your pin. Thank you. <laughs> and you can use this paper if you'd like. Okay. Thank you. Uh, so if we get the if we get the answer correct right away, then we get two points. If we don't know the answer, we can ask for multiple choices. Um, so she'll read those off. However, if we get it correct with the multiple choice, it's only worth one point. And of course, no correct, no point. Simple enough. Simple enough. All right, we're not going to be doing like the stealing the question thing like we've done in recent trivia battles. But uh, okay. I'm interested in this one. So, Mo, whenever you're ready, I guess ask Oriel first. Are we going through the question, like through the entire quiz uh, from yeah, beginning to so. end? Yeah. We're not doing, okay. I just wanted to make sure. I think so, yeah. Okay, what if there's an odd number? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> All right. Oriel, are you ready? I am ready. Okay. In The Force Awakens, which character has Darth Vader's damaged mask? Kylo Ren. Correct. That is two points for <laughs> Oriel, right off the bat. Easy stuff. Okay. Ha Matt, are you ready? I'm ready. All right. How did Princess Leia get her title of royalty? Um, she was born to Queen Amidala, like she was Queen Amidala's daughter. Oh, gosh. Is there one similar to that? <laughs> um... That's correct, right? That's that's technically not true. Oh, oh no. Oh, okay. Okay. No. Then, then I need then I need uh, multiple choice. Okay, I'm gonna butcher these names, guys. Oriel, don't hate me. Uh, she is <laughs> she is the adopted daughter of. Oh dang it! Who is it, Oriel Bale? Ba How do you say it? Bale. Yep. Organa. Bale Organa. And Queen. That's right. Reha. Uh -huh. That's right. That's right. Is that the answer? Is pretty, that? I'm pretty sure. Okay. Do you want me yes, to just click on the? Yeah. That's the answer. Yeah. Oriel says. I forgot. <laughs> I forgot that she got she got adopted. Dang okay. It. So Matt gets one point. Dang it! That's not a good start. All right, Oriel, are you That's ready? Technically not correct. Get out of here. <laughs> he was helping you <laughs> and very here. much helping me. Very much helping me because I'm like, oh, that's not one of the selections here. <laughs> I don't know what to do. <laughs> All right. Uh, while the Jedi use a number of crystal colors for their lightsabers, what color is preferred by the Sith? Red. Really? <laughs> I kind of think I could have gotten that wow. one. <laughs> really? Good job, Oriel. <laughs> Two points. All right. Matt, who destroyed the droid control ship when they accidentally activated a Naboo fight? Naboo? What? Naboo fighter's autopilot. Naboo? Okay. Who destroyed Naboo? the droid ship when they... Okay, this would be Anakin Skywalker. Final answer? Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Okay. All right. Good job. Okay, Oriole. Where does Yoda live when he first trains Luke Skywalker? Think of a. I met them in the swamp down in Dagobah. Where? Dagobah. Okay, I got it. Okay. I was like, wait, that doesn't. That's not an option. <laughs> okay, Matt. While fighting his own father in the Cloud City. Which hand does Luke 
use. Lose. Lose. Yeah. Lose. Which hand does he lose? Oh, gosh. Which hand is it? Um. Oh, gosh. I'm trying to remember. Oh, right hand. Correct. Oh. All right. Like, I'm sitting here envisioning him hanging from that structure, and I'm like, I thought he was hanging by his right hand. But, but like, everything else that I'm seeing, I'm seeing the right hand being robotic. Okay. Whew. All right. Oriole, who defeats Finn in his very first lightsaber duel? Let's see here. So, Finn... No, he doesn't get defeated by the Stormtrooper, so I'm going to say Kylo Ren. Yeah. You're correct. Yeah, that's what I thought, too. Very good. One, two, that could have been a tricky one, because yeah. he does fight with the lightsaber earlier, but... Whoops. That wasn't right, a lightsaber go. duel. <laughs> so. All right. <laughs> Matt, what is Chewbacca's weapon of choice? It's a crossbow? Crossbow. Would that... That's not one of the options. It's not? Mm-mm. That's not technically correct. <laughs> Get out of here with that, uh, okay, but you know what I'm thinking of. It, it looks like that, right? I know exactly what you're thinking of. I don't know what it's called. What you're going to need to use the multiple choice. A freaking multiple choice. <laughs> a blaster rifle, a lightsaber, a metal club, or a bowcaster? Bowcaster. Farts, man. <laughs> bowcaster? Come on. Yeah. Come on. It's a freaking crossbow. <laughs> No, because it doesn't shoot crossbow bolts. It shoots blaster bolts. Oh, whatever. Bowcaster. Whatever. There you go. Whatever, man. This is messed up. All right, Oreo. What color lightsaber do the evil guys use? Hey, Oreo did not pick to go first or second. You made that decision. He can't help the order of the questions. Uh, All right. Should have cheated and choose ahead of time. <laughs> Oreo, when we see him again in The Force Awakens, after many years gallivant gallivanting around the galaxy with Han Solo, how old is Chewbacca? Ooh. Oh, jeez. Ooh. All right. So, yeah, I need a... Uh, multiple choice? Multiple choice. Yeah. All right. Yeah, it's probably wise. So, here are your choices. Under 55 years, 78 years old, 200 years old on the dot, or over 220 years. Jeez. That does not help me at all. <laughs> well, at least now they're... Over, over 220. Correct. Wow. See, so that was my thought. At least now there was like, he didn't have to try was, and nail yeah, it. Yeah, I was hoping on... it wasn't going to be like 372. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. <laughs> that was my fear. Yeah. All right, Matt. Yes. What are the creatures living on Endor that helped the rebels to defeat the second Death Star? The Ewoks. Correct. Yay, I got an easy one. All right, Oriole. <laughs> what was the original title for the Star Wars movie? 
the original Star Wars, it was just called Star Wars, or are you looking for Adventures of Luke Starkiller? Dang. Yeah, that's what I was looking for. Dang. <laughs> Man. Very good. I actually knew that obscure piece of trivia, too. All right. <laughs> good job. Matt. What nickname does Han Solo call Luke, Luke Skywalker that drives him crazy? Okay, say it. I'm sorry. What nickname does Han Solo call Luke, Luke. Skywalker, Skywalker, Skywalker that drives him crazy? It's not Skywalker, I can tell you that. What does he call him? I actually knew this one. I'm proud of myself. I don't, I, I, I can't, I can't, I can't think of anything. Kid. I mean, <laughs> uh... Is it kid? <laughs> Correct. Oh, okay. All right. I was way overthinking it. Okay. Very good. It's like womp rat. I don't know. <laughs> All right. Oriole. Who delivers the final blow that destroys the second Death Star? That would be Lando Calrissian flying the Millennium Falcon. <laughs> Correct. Get out of here. <laughs> One, two. <laughs> with such with such bravado. Uh-huh, you said that. confidence and he just <laughs> knew mean, it. Wedge and Wedge Antilles was in there as well in his X Wing being Red Leader. Uh that helped, but Lando flying the Millennium Falcon with Nia Nub as his co co pilot. Why did I think this was a good idea? I was gonna say this was your choice. <laughs> You decided to do this. Oh, man. Okay. Uh, Matt. All right. Who blew up the first Death Star and with what weapon? Um, Luke, Luke did with the, um, 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 the, the X-Wing. Very good. I was I was wondering if they were going to make me say like photon torpedoes or whatever, but that's Star Trek. I was thinking it was going to be like, um, torpedoes. Oh, okay, you're having you're having issues again. Say no, that one more time. Or you'll say it again. Luke with the proton torpedoes. Proton. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, I got the points. <laughs> All right. Uh, Oriole, what does Han Solo have to say about the Force in A New Hope? It's a hokey religion. That there's no all-powerful force controlling everything. Very good. <laughs> <laughs> Quoted, it says, Hokey religions and ancient weapons are no match for a good blaster at your side, kid. But that's okay, because this is multiple choice, so you would have seen the yeah. variations yeah. had you looked at it. So that I counts. Hold on, I gotta give you your points for There we go. All right, Matt. Matt. Okay. After Han Solo and Chewie made an opening, which X Wing pilot blew up the Starkiller base? I don't know. The names <laughs> as well in the new series. It's the okay, Oriel, help me out. The guy who actually owns BB-8. What's his name? The white guy. Why you gotta be white? 
Do you? Do you have more audio issues? No, I'll help you. It's Poe. Poe, thank you, thank you. you. I, I'm sorry. I know po. who you're talking about. Poe. <laughs> Poe who? Poe Dameron. Dameron. Oh no, see, Oriel, I was I knew gonna it. make I was him it. say I was it. it. I was saying, I said I was it. gonna make him say it. I said it at the same time. <laughs> Do I give you two? I only give you one point for that. No, no, no. I knew who it was. I just couldn't say the name. I knew the guy. It was pictures. I had I'm appointed sure, to him. I'm pretty sure I'm so far ahead that he can't catch me. Hey, you're not that far ahead. You're two ahead right now, Oriel. <laughs> oh, only two? Wow. Only two. Yeah. <laughs> oh, geez. I'm not helping you anymore. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What is the location of the scene in which we see the predominant color of Luke Skywalker's outfit change from white to black? Huh? This isn't even your question. So I know, much. but I'm, I'm having a hard time. In Jabba's palace in Return of the Jedi. You are correct. I Jabba's gotcha. palace. I gotcha. I gotcha. Very good. All right, Matthew. What race does the comical Jar Jar Binks belong to? What race? Mm -hmm. What race? No, it's not a 5K <laughs> or a half marathon. Uh, <laughs> it's the Misa 5K. Um, <laughs> shoot. It has been so long since I've watched the prequels. I'm going to need the multiple choice. I need the multiple choice. Okay. The Naboo, the Wookiees, the Hut, or the Gungan? Oh, shoot. Oh, shoot. Pow. Oh, shoot. Pow. Um, I was about to say Naboo, but I think it's Gungan. I hear him saying that. Misa Gungan. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to lock that in. Gungan? Yeah. Correct. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> um, okay. It's Oriel's turn. I know it is, but the points... Okay. Where... Oriel, are you ready? I'm ready. Where did the Gungan live on the planet of Naboo? They live in the swamps, in the underwater, and he lives in Gunga City. Okay. Okay. You got it. So the answer was underwater in domes. But then there was another one that yeah. said underground in caverns. And so I was like, wait, I don't know. Mm, uh, yeah, underwater in domes. I mean, the, the dome city of Gunga City. I'm pretty sure he has two more. Does he? I think you missed one of his. Because there's no way that it was Okay, there you go. just separated by one. Yeah, <laughs> I was going to say. All right. Matthew, are you ready? I am. Which character says the famous quote, a Jedi Knight? Jeez. I'm out of it for a little while. Everyone gets delusions of gander. Grander. 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 Oh, yeah. Uh, um, oh, okay. I'm not going to cheat and ask for the name again because that's not fair. I know who it is, but I do not know the name, so I'm going to need the multiple choice. Okay. Han Solo. Chewie. Luke Skywalker. Oh, crap. I'm thinking of the wrong thing. Ah. Or... 
I was thinking of, I was thinking Orlando. of something else. I was thinking of a completely different scene. Calrissian. It's, 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 it's Han Solo. Oh. Yep, you're right. I, I screwed myself on that one. I, I latched on Burp. to the wrong thing. All right. Oy, oy, oy. How many questions are Did there? Did it just say what character said this? Like it didn't set up in yeah. what movie? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It just said what character. So I heard a Jedi G's and I thought my brain immediately went to that traitor guy that owned Anakin and his mother in the prequels. Oh, yeah. Watto. Uh, Blotto. Yeah. Dang it. Watto. Watto. Blotto. Blotto's <laughs> when you're drunk. <sighs> Are we ready? Man, I'm All right, Oriole, what colors lose it. What colors is the lovable droid BB-8? Orange and white. You are correct. One, two, Just like you. <laughs> uh, but he's also black. <laughs> um, okay, Matt. And what about R2-D2? What colors cover his handsome self? Blue and white and silver. Blue and white. Yeah. Correct. All right, Oriole. What planet is Ray living on when BB-8 finds her? Oh. I feel like he would have answered that immediately. Yeah. I think he's having problems again. No, I can hear oh. you. Can oh. you hear me? Oh, oh we can now. Now yeah. we can, yeah. Did you answer? Uh, Jakku. Yeah, Jakku. Okay, there you go. Very good. Matt, what color is the first lightsaber Ray uses? First one that Ray uses? Mm -hmm. Oh, dip. When I dip, you dip, we dip. <laughs> I don't know which which one of Luke's it is. Um. Dang it. See there. Ugh. See the green or blue? Uh, green. Incorrect. Dang it. it was blue. Dang it. All right. I hate it. I hate it here. Oriole, <laughs> who wins second place in the Bunta Eve Classic Pod Race where Anakin Skywalker wins his freedom? Vista Balba. Oh. What? No? Uh-uh. Gascano? Oh, that's right. That's right. So Bulba doesn't finish. Duh. Oh. It never, it never actually shows who Not never actually so shows who perfect second in after all. Let him defend himself. <laughs> In the movie, it never shows, and I think in the book it does tell, and it's just been so long since I've read the novelization. You sure I was thinking of it just based off in the movie. I think it shows in the movie. <laughs> I don't think so. It shows Anakin, but oh well, that's fine. All right, Matt, are you ready? More ready than ever. This is where the game turns around. What is Princess Leia's <laughs> famous line recorded by R2-D2 for her Jedi friend? Help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi. You're only hope. Correct. It's actually your my, my only, only hope. hope but close enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I decree okay. it. All right, Oriole. 
How many lightsaber blades does Darth Maul use? <laughs> Very these, good. These are not questions that are like ramping up. They're just like easy, hard, easy, hard, easy, 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 hard, 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 easy, hard. Like it's not a. Matt. You'd expect him to get harder. What color was Obi Wan Kenobi's lightsaber when he defeated Darth Maul? <laughs> that was a good explosion sound. Seriously? Again with these colors? I guess I will say blue this time. Incorrect. It. <laughs> it was green. Because he uses he uses Qui-Gon's lightsaber to actually defeat Darth Maul. Oh, Qui-Gon was green. His okay. was tossed down the reactor well, okay. core. Well, I'm glad I at least remembered that, because I did think that Qui-Gon's was green, so I assumed that his was blue. <laughs> that makes me feel a little better. <laughs> KY's saying I mispronounced something, but I don't know what I mispronounced. It don't matter. Okay. Oriel, who auditioned for the role of Han Solo before it was offered to Harrison Ford, originally hired as a reader at the auditions? Oh, jeez. Wow. Uh, I think I know this. I think I know this. I see. I know I've heard this. I'm, I'm surprised by all um, four of these options. Mm -hmm. I'm going to need the multiple choice options. All right. Uh, Joss Whedon, Kurt Russell, Brad Pitt, or George Clooney? Kurt Russell. Oh, yeah, very that's good. Was, that's what I was going to think. That's what you were going to think? Yeah. <laughs> that's what I was going to think, yes. Okay. Matt, which character says the famous line, why you stuck up half-witted scruffy looking nerf herder in episode... <laughs> Five? What's the V? Yes, five. <laughs> the Empire Strikes Back. In episode V. In episode... Uh, that would be Leia to Han. I didn't ask who she was talking to. You don't need to what, get all... I can't. I can't elaborate. <laughs> I can't add context. It's pretentious when I do it. Exactly. Gracious. Oriole. <laughs> when is the only time we see Han Solo use a lightsaber and in what location? on the ice planet of Hoth when he is cutting open the Tauntaun to put Luke in mm. after Luke battles the Wampa ice monster while he's setting up the tent while they're waiting for rescue. Are you going to admonish him? I No. <laughs> it asks for the scene. Because it asks for the scene. They're doing it? Yeah, the top one. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> All right, you got it. <laughs> <laughs> the words weren't in the same places as the answer. <laughs> Matt, on the snow planet Hoth, mm -hmm, whose body gets crushed under the Imperial Walker's foot? Is there a lightsaber? That was a clock going. Oh, oh no, okay. there was a clock. Who's sorry? <laughs> whose body is crushed? Whose body gets crushed under the Imperial Walker's foot? <laughs> On Hoth. Mm. I need multiple choice. Say his name in the movie. I need multiple choice. Bark, Dak, Biggs, or Eric. Okay, so this is just a, 
a guy, <laughs> just a random guy. <laughs> Biggs. Incorrect. Dang it. it. Was Dak? It's Dak. Dak. Biggs is. Uh, oh, Biggs gets that. killed in the first movie in episode four. Oh, okay, so he does They're die. In the trend scene, but yeah. As long as he dies, I'm happy. <laughs> <laughs> if Smalls died, though, it would be another. Another story. Okay. Oriole, in Star Wars, The Force Awakens, on what planet do Leia and Han Solo meet after a long separation? Oh, it's Maz Kanata's castle is on... What? Um, that's not the planet. Um, I know exactly where it happens, but I cannot remember... Planet. I need a. I need the multiple choice. Do I gotta? I'm gonna butcher them. Here, say them, Matt. Does one start with a T? Yes. Yes. Takadana. That's the one. Takadana. Yes. Okay. That's the one. Nope. It's oh, not. Oh, it's what? not. It's Dakar. Or Dakar. Dakar. D comma. Well, no apostrophe. D apostrophe Q A R. That doesn't sound right to me. <laughs> <laughs> it says a temperate location filmed at the former Royal Air former Royal Air Force oh, Station. Yeah, oh, never that's mind. Just about I thought that it was like a for real thing. <laughs> <sighs> Whatever. Okay, Matt. Which is the which of the following is not a Darth in the Star Wars films? Ooh. So you have to get the multiple choice. Got it. Uh-huh. Well, oh, oh, yeah, I do. Well, that's mm -hmm. not fair. Sorry. Okay. Uh, Bane, Maul, Akbar, or Tyrannus? Tyrannus? Tyrannus. Which one is not a Darth? Mm-hmm. Akbar, I think. Correct. Yeah. One that's point. the fish guy, right? That's fish Ooh. head, isn't it? Yeah, that's Admiral Akbar. Admiral Akbar. Mm -hmm. So I have a I have a bone to pick with that last question because <laughs> it actually is Takanda or Takodana is where the uh planeted Ma Maz Kanada's castle is at. But is that's that... where they meet. Are you sure? Yes, because after, that's where they meet. After a long separation? It, yes, because it's during that battle when Ray is taken that Leia lands after they come out. It's not when they get back to the base. It's Leia comes out because 3PO comes out, and that's when we see him with the red arm. I don't. It's he's looking it's it up. It's fine. I'm looking. He's it up looking as well. it up. Um. Don't tell me. I mean, I'm willing to trust him and give it to him. I mean, he knows somebody. <laughs> he he knew the name of the freaking castle. So. Brother Maud said he sounds awfully confident. <laughs> Fine, let's give it to him. Oriole gets. I'm the not going to win anyway, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> okay, are you ready for this question, Oriole? Yes. In the Phantom Menace, how many toes does Yoda have? <laughs> Just the Phantom Menace? Mm-hmm. In the Phantom Menace, how many toes does Yoda have? 
I don't write the questions. Does he I just gain read or them. lose toes later on? In the film? It's. I think it's based because of his uh, be, being the puppet. Because in the Phantom Menace, it was a puppet that uh, they used, as opposed to the rest of the prequels with CGI. I'm gonna say six. Six. Yeah. Mm, it was three. Uh, what? It says three guys. Yeah, three toes. Yeah. That's weird. Only is it one saying, on one foot or something? Yeah. Or is it saying per foot? I would say it probably means I don't know. I don't have three toes. I would assume per foot, but I don't. Weird. Okay. But either way. That's weird. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right, Matt. <laughs> With what famous sci-fi film does the original Star Wars trilogy share a production crew? Say that one more time. With what famous sci-fi film does the original Star Wars trilogy share a production crew? Dang it. Sci-fi film. Oh, 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 oh. E.T. Is it not E.T.? It's not an option. (laughs) I thought it was. I thought there was a connection. Okay. Um... My other uh, thought was um, Indiana Jones, but that's not sci-fi. I think I have an idea for this one, but... Give me the multiple choice. Space Quest, Space Odyssey 2000, Star Trek, or Battlestar Galactica? Buh? Buh? Oriel, was your guess one of those? No, it wasn't. Oh. <laughs> All right, I'm just going to wildly guess Battlestar Galactica. No, it's Space Odyssey 2001. <laughs> wow. Oh, you said 2000. I, yeah, mine was Space Odyssey 2001. I thought you said something different. She probably did. I might have. <laughs> Would it have changed your answer? No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Oriel. How many children does Darth Vader have? Two. Correct. No, you forgot about the secret third child. Everyone (laughs) always forgets about the secret third child. Matt. Darth Babius. How many questions are there? (laughs) What two real world languages is the Ewoks language based on? Farts. Um, I knew this at one point in my life. Multiple choice, please. Chinese and Japanese, Italian and Japanese, German and French, or Tibetan and Nepalese? I think it's the second one. Italian and Japanese? Yeah. No, it's Tibetan and Nepalese. Oh, wow. Okay. I was way off then. All right. Uh, Oriel, which actor or actress was so tall that the doorways of the Phantom Menace set had to be rebuilt? That is Liam Neeson. You are correct. Wow. So at this point, (laughs) Oriel, I have 23 points and you have, what is that, 35? (laughs) 35 points. Mm Mm-hmm. I think I think we're gonna call mercy rule here. <laughs> are, are we done? <laughs> Oriel has soundly, soundly put me in my place. 
with this quiz. <laughs> you, you, uh, I didn't really know like how big of a fan you were, you know? Oh, oh there's only <laughs> one question left. Oh, is there? Okay. Then give it to me. Let me oh. see if I can get a couple right. more points. How many live action <laughs> movies as of mid 2016 have been seen by the public? Mid 2016? That's what, why do you like jump down my throat for the question? I'm not, I'm not jumping down your throat. <laughs> if I was jumping down your throat, I'm I didn't write them. I just read them. Uh, I guess nine then. No, only seven. Oh. Yeah. Force Awakens came out in 2015. Oh, my bad. Okay. Well, doesn't matter. Wouldn't have got any points. <laughs> Oriole, you have earned your I Made Radio Matt Cry sticker. That I will be sending to yeah. you soon. Or at least throw a fit. That's for sure. <laughs> I've thrown several tantrums during this thing. And uh, you've earned it. You've earned it by putting up with me. For Nothing sure. else. <laughs> so show. Oriel, now, thank you so much for so playing. Now I've got, I've got a Matt sticker and a Mo sticker. Yeah, yeah, you do. I think you might be the first one with both. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. Fantastic. Thank you, sir. We love you, Oriel. <laughs> love you, brother. Love you guys. Bye. Man, I'm salty about that. I thought I knew more. I thought I knew more. I thought I was better. I thought I was better. You know, everybody thinks that from time to time. That I'm better. I know. All right, let's take a break here. When we come back, we've got your weird news for the day. Stick around. Hey everyone, I'm Hector Mirai, and this is Faith and Fandom 180 on LTN Radio. So even though I'm a diehard Pokemon Go player, like day one player, uh, battling in Pokemon Go is one of my least favorite things. And I just kind of always feel ill-equipped. I've, I've never been much of a PvP person in general, from like Call of Duty through Pokemon Go in general, it's just not my favorite thing. And... I had reached level 43 in the game, which meant in order to proceed, I had to not only battle, but also win just a lot of fights. And I sat in that same spot for more than a year. And in that process, I just, you know, I always felt like I don't know who to choose. I don't know what to pick. I never knew who I'm going to be fighting against. It all just sucks. So finally, this morning, like four o'clock in the morning because I was just having trouble sleeping I decided to battle a little bit and I finally picked a team that worked well for me and it worked so well that I kept winning battles and finally I won like 17 battles in a row and finally got to level 44 and I was so excited but you know the one thing I was missing is that I had continually chosen the wrong Pokemon to be on my team. And it really did make all the difference. Once I found that magic sweet spot of Pokemon to pick for this, I was crushing it. And it reminded me of this verse in Amos 3 verse 3, where it says, do two walk together unless they have agreed to do so. So often we aren't intentional with who is in our lives, who influences our lives, who gets our time. We just kind of basically just deal with whatever happens. But in reality, if we actually want 
to progress in our relationships and our growth and our discipleship and our just being decent humans we actually kind of have to be intentional about who we are surrounding ourselves with who we're pouring our time into and who's pouring their time into us you know that verse says do two walk together unless they have agreed to do so maybe you need to agree to actually start letting some people be in your life that will cause you to grow and be stronger Remember to catch Faith and Fandom 180 every Wednesday morning on the Back Row Morning Show only on LTN Radio. And if you'd like to learn more about Faith and Fandom, head over to faithandfandom.org where you can learn about our Comic-Con ministry, podcasts, memes, apparel, and book series. You can even read new chapters before they make it to the next book. I'm Hector Mirai, and thank you for spending the last 180 seconds with me. the back row morning show i'm radio matt and i'm mo and hey make sure you're following us on all the socials we're on facebook twitter instagram and tiktok just search for at the back row ltn and connect with us now it's time for mo's fact of the day orange trees were first grown in china the orange production capital of the world is actually brazil that's a quick fact Mm-hmm. You're welcome. <laughs> and now it's time for SSA News. We're going to share a weird no- news story with you and build a white answer card for a future Sunday School Answers pack. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> Today's news story. There is a Japanese cafe for writers struggling with deadlines that's providing a unique service. They'll pressure you to keep working and won't allow you to leave until you're done. Okay. Uh, let's get to the article here. Mm-hmm. A Japanese cafe in Tokyo has developed a unique solution to keep riders, or pretty much anyone on a deadline, from taking their foot off the gas by having customers pay staff to pressure them to complete their work. The manuscript writing cafe is uh, in the city's um, in the city's Koenjikata district. <laughs> has ten seats catered to manga artists, writers, and editors who want to buckle down with an unlimited supply of coffee and tea. The catch is you're not going to be allowed to pack up and leave for the day until you've finished your work. The cafe provides a goal tracking system that requires customers to write down their work goals for the day before settling in. Besides recording their time in and time out from the cafe, customers have to also tell the cafe staff whether they want um, to work away on their tasks in a mild, regular, or hard mode. Okay. So here's the difference. Mild. The mild. cafe <laughs> the cafe staff tailors the intensity of their monitoring services based on what customers pick. Mild mode customers will get a gentle check-in at the counter on whether the task was completed. Regular mode customers will get an hourly prodding And those looking to work under the more intense pressure can opt for the hard mode, which involves a staff member constantly hovering over their shoulders and watching them work. (laughs) This is something they're paying for. (laughs) According to one of the cafe's rules, customers are not supposed to leave the store until they accomplish their work goals. To further motivate them, the cafe uh, also has a board that lists the names of everyone who left without completing their tasks for the day. So a shame board, essentially. (laughs) Oh, man. Well, then. (laughs) 
the cafe went viral on social media and people are saying the rules are scary or that it feels like being watched from behind. Yeah. Uh, as a result, what they thought would take a day actually is completed in three hours or tasks that usually take three hours done in one. Like it, it works. Kawhi said he also allows customers to extend their working hours past closing time as long as they pay the cafe's charges of approximately $1 for the first 30 minutes and $2.34 for every hour after that. Well, uh, at least it's not like yeah. breaking the bank charges. Mm-hmm. Blogger Amiko Sasaki told Reuters, Reuters uh, that the cafe allowed her to get work done instead of being distracted by social media. She said it's, uh, it's good to be able to concentrate on writing as she finished three articles in three hours. So, not a bad idea. Actually, pretty interesting. Something that some people, including myself, might need from time to time. I know that like Saturdays, Saturdays are already jam packed. Like I'm up at at least eight. I don't go to bed until well past midnight. And those entire set of hours, I am working on LT and radio stuff and stuff for my church. But I could probably get it done a lot faster if I wasn't also watching MasterChef in between each rendering of a file (laughs) and things of that nature. You look like you're thinking. I am thinking. What are you thinking? I just, it will hold, first of all, I'm thinking a lot of things. (laughs) Well, I mean, there's a, uh, listen for a second. (laughs) So they described regular mode as being prodded. And I thought, who the heck is going to pay to be prodded? But then I thought, well, I got paid to be, or I was, I paid to be prodded last week (laughs) with the testosterone shot. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think it meant a literal prodding. That's what it sounds like. Um, but then I just really like how the one, the, the person said that it was nice to be able to get things done without social media. Mm-hmm. And I was like halfway thinking, man, what kind of world are we living in where we have to go pay somebody at a cafe to keep us off of social media so we can get our work done. But then I also thought Man, how many weeks have I come up here and said, I don't have a moment. (laughs) (laughs) If only I know. See, so I'm telling you, there's just all the thoughts, all the thoughts were going through my head. (laughs) That brings us to today's white answer card. The answer card we'll be adding to our future expansion deck of Sunday school answers is slapping a customer for being lazy and being thanked for it. This has been SSA news sponsored by backrowgames.com. All right, let's take another quick break. When we come back, we dive into our main topic. Stick around. Like any awesome ministry, our existence partially relies on amazing people partnering with us financially. As the chief radio nerd and a nerd culture missionary, I have the honor of running LTN Radio, curating the music, planning out the schedule, editing several podcasts and specials, video editing, running the YouTube channel, the LTN Radio Twitch channel, being a part of the social media team, and of course, co-hosting the Back Row Morning Show four days a week. And all of this to share the love of Jesus with nerds and nerd culture. 
And while I do this, I'm looking for people to join my support team to help me take care of my family financially at the same time, as well as help fund any trips and tech upgrades that come throughout the year. If you are willing to learn more, please visit lovethynerd.com slash radiomat, or even reach out to me directly with any questions you might have. But even if you can't help me financially, I also covet your prayers for me and for all of Love Thy Nerd. Thank you for listening. LTN Radio. Welcome back to the Back Row Morning Show. I'm Radio Matt. And I'm Mo. And remember that we air our full morning shows first exclusively on LTN Radio, LTNOnAir.com, every Monday through Thursday at 8 a.m. Eastern with an encore at 10 a.m. But if you miss a day or just can't catch the show live, you can find our four full shows and our weekly main podcast by searching the Back Row Morning Show on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all the podcast apps. Subscribe, rate five stars, and leave a review. Or don't. We're not your parents, and we won't be mad. Just disappointed. Welcome back to the Back Row. I'm Radio Matt. And I'm Mo. There's a lot going on in our Discord, backrowdiscord.com, where you can chat after the show, share your own show ideas, keep up to date with our Twitch and YouTube, be a part of our radio shows, and also see the -the behind-the-scenes workings of Back Row games, including Sunday School Answers. Again, go to backrowdiscord.com to join. This week, we've been talking about the life lessons we can learn from Batman. Yesterday, we talked about Christopher Nolan's Dark Knight, played by Christian Bale. And today, we're moving on to Zack Snyder's Batman, played by Ben Affleck. And while he never got his own standalone film or series, he will end up with at least a trilogy of appearances, where it appears his final film will be in 2023's The Flash. So our first lesson, which we've pulled from Batman versus Superman and Justice League, that's where all these are coming from, Mm. Uh, both versions of Justice League, I guess. No matter our past, we still have a choice. So Batfleck uh, was an older Batman, one who had been doing the Cape Crusader thing for years already, and one who allowed himself to become jaded over time. His idea of justice was driven by anger. He branded the criminals that he caught. He was determined to kill Superman. But by the end, we see a more gracious justice from Batman and a desire to work with others. So the lesson, it's common for our world to say people never change, but the truth is people never stop changing. Mm -hmm. Everyone has the potential to grow and change for the better by letting others in to influence us. This can be good or bad, though, so make sure that you let the right people in. Mm -hmm. You know, and I really don't know of a more... um realistic view of what Batman would become than this one. Yeah. How could he not become jaded over time? You know, he already struggled with anger and just this tension within himself Mm -hmm. that he really never fully gets over. So, yeah. Yeah. And it's an interesting take that they took here, too, because it it sets up Justice League happening at toward the end of this or at least well into this Batman's career after so many tragic things have happened that we can see glimpses of in Mm -hmm. the Batcave. Whereas, you know, in the comics, typically it's, you know, early on. Batman's been doing it for a few years. Mm -hmm. You know, they get in. So you're absolutely right. This showcases how Batman would have uh, progressed not having all the other superheroes in his life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's something I think that we all do Mm -hmm. when we 
have served in a different uh, specific ministry for a long time, you know, and we may have seen other leaders come and go and different ministries grow in different ways or whatever, you know, there becomes a time in all of us where we feel slightly jaded Mm -hmm. and we really do have to make that choice as to how we're going to look at it, what our outlook and what our outcome, what our actions are going to be. Are we going to allow our emotions to drive us or the will of God? Yep. Absolutely. Our next lesson is our enemies are only human. Okay. Well, Superman wasn't human, but he is humanized and Batman is determined to bring Superman's life to an end and nearly succeeds until that famous or maybe infamous scene where Superman says, save Martha. If Superman was going to die, he wanted only one thing for someone to protect his mother. Batman, still reeling from his own parents' murder, is able to connect with Superman as his mother shared the same name. And people laugh this off as silly, but I honestly think it's beautiful. It may have been a bit of a clunky scene, but to have these two who have been fighting to the death for nearly three hours finally connect through their mothers, that changed their whole dynamic. It opened Batman's eyes wide that this was not the same invader bent on taking over that he thought he was. So we live in a very divided nation and world. It's easy for us to demonize those who disagree with us politically, socially, biblically, etc. But there are also sometimes genuine enemies in our lives, people who actually wish us harm. And even further, there are evil people. But all these people are human. All have potential. And there but for the grace of God go we. Mm-hmm. Yep. I think this kind of can piggyback right on top of um, yesterday when we were talking about same team. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's um, just with that jadedness that you talked about with the Batman character in this, in this movie, it's, it's easy for us to get jaded when we're bombarded by um, thoughts and ideas and beliefs that we disagree with. It's easy for us to get jaded um, and lump everybody in one big basket. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if you're if you're a conservative and you don't like liberals, you're going to jump at, lump every liberal into that basket. Right. But it's when you actually meet people face to face and you develop relationships with people that you realize that we're kind of really all the same and we're all really just trying to figure things out. And we might disagree on things. That doesn't mean that's going to be a permanent thing. Mm-hmm. But even if it is, that doesn't mean that there's no value to those kind of relationships. There are going to be things that we have in common. There are going to be things that we can connect uh, over. Like even, I mean, even the most evil of people love their mom. Mm-hmm. There are going to be opportunities in your life where you're going to be able to connect with somebody over something maybe trivial. And you know, we see that with Love Thy Nerd all the time. We connect over video games with people that might not ever even think about becoming a Christian or, you know, coming to Jesus or anything. And at the moment, that's okay. Because at that time, all we're doing is tilling soil. Mm -hmm. We're trying to break down hard hearts to at least open up to the fact that, hey, not all Christians are going to kick you out of the church because you like Dungeons and Dragons or Harry Potter or whatever else. I think that's important. It's important to 
be willing to open the door to people that you might disagree with mm -hmm. and not just write them off as an enemy. Mm hmm. Agreed. One hundred percent. All right. Number four. It takes a league. So in Justice League, despite their strong abilities, none of the superheroes could save the world from the alien threat alone. It took a joint effort by the team, all leveraging on each other's strengths and powers, to successfully stop Steppenwolf and the unity of the Mother Boxes from destroying the Earth. So this was fairly uh, like a one-for-one one, uh, lesson in the Bible here. The Bible calls us the body of Christ, specifically pointing out that we are different parts of the body and that all those parts are necessary. Mm -hmm. So whether it be running a church or ministering to the world at large, we need each other to accomplish that goal. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And honestly, I love the idea of us all being a body, mm -hmm. you know, because... When you consider your body, yes, it is all of one person, but every single part is unique mm -hmm. and serves a very different purpose. But without one of those parts, your body doesn't fully function. Mm -hmm. And when you just take that and you take that in for a minute and ponder over it, what it really means, there's no mistake that we're called the body of Christ. We are all unique, all different. That's how God created us. But without one of us, the body isn't fully functioning. Mm -hmm. Even if we take away just a little pinky toe of a person, mm -hmm. you're going to be kind of walking in circles. Listen, just one <laughs> eyelash, it's going to be affected. I need you to know, though, that was number three because you actually skipped one. Oh, what did I skip? Uh, accountability. Oh, I did. Mm -hmm. You're right. Thank you. You're welcome. I thought that was quick. It All was. right. <laughs> Let's jump back up to that one. Everyone needs accountability. Batman begins, uh, not the movie, but <laughs> this, this story, <laughs> Batman begins his first movie determined to hold Superman accountable for his failures. We see him going to terrible lengths to bring Superman to justice. However, who is keeping Batman accountable? Alfred appears to have long given up questioning Batman's actions. This leads to Batman going much further than he used to. Everyone needs accountability, but no one can force you to accept it. You have to ask for it. That's part of why Batman then went to build the Justice League. We are stronger together, giving each other permission to hold us accountable. Mm -hmm. And we talked about that a lot with the Mars Hill discussion. Yes. About how important accountability is and that with the lack of it, we go nuts. Mm -hmm. Yeah. In several different ways. <laughs> but yes. <laughs> so, yeah, in, in that, with that specifically, you need to ask people to hold you accountable. Don't expect people to just do it. Don't expect people to step in or to make hard decisions for you. Ask people to hold you accountable with your own actions. And, uh, you'll have a much, <laughs> a much easier time, uh, making sure that you're doing the things that you know are best for you and best for your life. Mm -hmm. Um, that's why accountability software is such a popular thing when done right. It can work. Yeah. <clears throat> when done right. When done right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, all right. And lastly, our legacy is not about us. So spoiler alert. 
Superman dies at the end of the first movie. But it is Batman who carries on his legacy, determined to pick up where he left off and protect the world from any coming threats. Our legacy is not about how much money we have, how much power we've acquired, etc. In fact, it's not about us at all. Ultimately, our legacy is what God does through us. The mission that we are on, the ripples our work sends out to bless and inspire others to come to Christ and continue that good work. That's the important part. And so when you die, your goal should not be that people remember your name. Your goal is that people should know Christ because of what you did when you were alive. Mm. Your legacy is how you, you, you let Christ use you to influence others. Mm. Uh, NF, one of my, maybe my favorite rapper. Yeah. Um, one of the things that he, one of the images that he uses in a few of his songs is, you know, when I die, put me in a trash bag. Because it's not about him. It's not about his, his, you know, stature, his fame, his glory or anything here. He says, I don't care what you do with me once I'm dead. It's not about leaving that kind of legacy. The legacy that I want to leave is the love of God, the love mm-hmm. of Christ. Mm-hmm. He wants to pass that on to his children. He wants to pass that on to the people that listen to his music. <clears throat> mm-hmm. And that should be our goal. I, I think um, we talked about that in CR quite a bit. Is that you know the the legacy is the good work that God has started in you mm-hmm. that He will keep on doing until the day that Christ returns. Mm-hmm. And that's that means far after you're dead, right? He's going to start working something good in you. He's going to use you to do something good. And the ripples of that are going to continue on long after you've died and people have forgotten your name. But because you were willing, God was able to make you a part of his plan. Mm. That's the legacy. Because honestly, can't take nothing with you, including the glory. If you die and a lot of people remember your name and you're on some sort of walk of fame, (laughs) what does it matter? You're dead. You ain't getting any more nothing out of it. (laughs) So what's the purpose of having a legacy about you? It's fair. (laughs) It's fair. You're giving me a lot to consider. <laughs> Cross off on my goals list. Star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Right. <laughs>this week is there something we got wrong something we forgot we would love for you to give us an earful join us at backrowdiscord.com and message us in the respond to show channel message us on the socials at the backrow ltn or leave us a voicemail by calling 575-562-8052
many of which air on LTN Radio before they're available anywhere else. Join us at LTNOnAir.com to see our schedule, stream our station, and download our app. LTN Radio. Welcome back to the Backroom Morning Show. I'm Mo. And I'm Radio Matt. Mm. Before we go, we want to share some things that we hate. Heck yeah, we do. You want to go first? Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. So in the last six months or so, I guess, I got a new vehicle. Okay. And for those of you who have been around for a while, you know that I loved my Traverse. I still, still, hands down, prefer my Traverse. But money purposes and having to pull a camper and whatnot and Chris having to go back and forth to base and you know gas prices doing what gas prices do it just made more sense for us to downsize one car that Chris was taking back and forth to base and then that meant I had to get a car that would actually pull our camper so (laughs) I now have a Ford Expedition which I like it's nice however I have figured out the one thing that I hate about it. Are you ready? Yeah. The pedals. Listen, I've never, in all the cars that I have had, I have never had an issue with the pedals. Ever. Until now. It does not matter how many times I, or how many ways or configurations I adjust the pedals and adjust my seat or whatever, my foot cannot rest on the floor and press the pedals at the same time. You have to have hover foot. My leg has to be just fully extended and hovering. Oh, that's awful. It is terrible. That's awful. Terrible. I have got a knot in the arch of my foot that will not go away. That I'm pretty much 98% certain is because of this. Wow. Yeah, I get that. Mm-hmm. I get that. I hate it. <laughs> hate it. And it took until I, we went cross country. I drove, all, but I used cruise control for most sure, of that trip. Sure. So it really didn't bother me that much. But it was just this past week while driving through town and I hit every stinking red light <laughs> at, you know, the <laughs> five main intersections that we have in our in our town here. And that was when I realized, like, why can't I just relax my heel? I just want to be able to relax my foot, set my heel down on the floor, and still be able to touch the pedal, and I can't. Now, I do have very small feet. I have, I have child-sized feet, but still. Uh, all right, here's my thing. And this is pretty exclusive to Taco Bell in general. Not necessarily other places, but Taco Bell specifically. I am really starting to dislike people who go to Taco Bell into the drive-thru lane who don't use the app to pre-order in advance. Because Taco Bell specifically. You go anywhere else, you kind of you immediately know what you're getting almost. You're like, I'm going to get a burger, I'm going to get fries, whatever. Taco Bell has the... People are there for five minutes at this thing ordering... Um, um, there's so many different options. I'm going to get 17 of everything, but I'm going to say them all one at a time for every individual member of the car. And then I'm going to sit here and think about it for a little while. And then I'm going to add like a dozen more tacos 
And then we're going to get into the drinks at that point. But I'm going to need you to explain to me the drinks situation here because I'm already so overwhelmed by the number of items on this menu that I can't even find the drink section. It takes so much longer to go through the drive-thru at Taco Bell than any other drive-thru. Unless you've pre-ordered on the app. In which case, it takes all of two seconds. This is this is definitely a 2022 problem. This is definitely me being impatient. But seriously, it's the only place that I care about. Every other place that I go, it's relatively fast. Because you're like, you're getting a burger, you're getting a chicken sandwich. That's a pretty much your options. It's not going to take you a year to decide which different, exactly the same ingredient-inspired taco dish you want to get from Taco Bell. Just, just, just pre-order it. It's so easy, and you get bonus points and free food, and you'll get the Mexican pizza two days earlier if you order it on the app. You can start getting it on May seventeenth. That's something that I love. Taco Bell, absolutely not a sponsor. Uh, hey, Matt. Yeah. I will never, ever get a food app on my phone. Why? Because it takes up too much space on my phone. I ain't got time for that. I have other things on my phone that need to be on there other than a Taco Bell app that I might use a couple times a month. Heck no. Heck no. No. It takes up too much space on my phone. I don't have time for that. That's yes. what you said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I have other things that Do need to be on my phone. you have Yes. Well, and then that's what the heck, 22 Mo? restaurants. <laughs> well, Taco Bell's one of them. Yeah. So order. You can order for pickup on DoorDash. Can you? Oh, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it still charges you an extra charge or not. <laughs> I hope not. I shouldn't have, like, my DoorDash fee if I'm DoorDashing it. If like... I'm my own dasher. <laughs> no, that Tip is yourself. not okay. I'll have to figure that out and see if that's next week's thing that I hate. <laughs> uh, let's get out of this bad mood and end with our verse for the day. Our verse for the day is Psalm 910. And those who know your name put their trust in you. For you, O Lord, have not forsaken those who seek you. And that's going to do it for the back row with Matt and Mo. We hope you enjoyed our discussions and hope you'll join us again for our next show. Check out lovethynerd.com. It is positively jam-packed with articles, podcasts, and videos that cover a wide range of nerdy topics. And just like any ministry, we are largely supported by those willing to partner with us financially. As one of the newest staff members of LTN and a part-time nerd culture missionary, I'm looking to build my support team to help this radio station grow and help my family financially as I pour more focus into all I get to do for Love Thy Nerd. For more information, visit lovethynerd.com slash radiomat. Love Thy Nerd is a qualifying 501c3 nonprofit organization, and your gift is tax deductible. Once again, I'm Radio Matt. And I'm Mo. And remember, if nobody else tells you, we promise it's true. Jesus Jesus loves loves you, nerd. nerd.